episode 157 of the Powcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have a horse with us today. It's Mr. Clippity Clop. Get this peanut butter out of my lips. <laughs> you love it. I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hello. Jeff Jefferson. Hello. And today we are going to be reviewing Captain Marvel. You know what's funny is I was thinking about it as the weekend was going by, and I was like, you know, uh, maybe some hot topics during this. Hot, hot potato. Could get uh, one of those like crazy soapboxes, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. at Oops. some point, uh, just because I, I was following this movie very closely this weekend. Yeah. Some would say too close. <laughs> Are you saying that maybe you have an obsession? I would say I have um, a vested interest. <laughs> That's hmm. a much better way to put it than stalking. Yes. <laughs> stalking. I have a vested interest in her. <laughs> I'm not stalking. Just a vested interest. Uh, but first... we. God damn it, I love her! <laughs> but first, as always on the show, we are going to talk about... <laughs> um, and not a ton of news, but some notable things. Um, the first bit, uh, I was shocked to see, even though I, I don't watch, but it was announced that Arrow is now entering its eighth and <sighs> final season, and I believe a shortened season as yeah, well. It's, it's going to be ten episodes. That's yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How much, how long are there episodes, are there, uh, Usually like 22, 24? That's... So it's about half. Yeah, it's less than half. If I calculate it correctly, it's going to basically take it up until the very first season break, and then mm. whoop, nothing. I don't. I don't know what they're planning to do, but it's. Uh, I heard they're planning on having him wake up, and it was all a dream. <laughs> the Dallas ending. <laughs> always, always a safe bet to go with the Dallas ending. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's. It was a. I heard. A, I heard rumors flying around because it, it was like. Um. One of the casts let it slip that it could possibly be the last season, next season. Uh, then obviously people went crazy, and it died down. And then like two weeks later, they made it an official. Like wow. they they came out and uh, Stephen Emil did a a live Facebook deal and basically announced it that way. And then obviously the 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 outlets of the comic book media started uh, blasting it out. Um, then CW released their statement. Which was very similar to Stephen's uh, statement, but essentially, it's it's what it sounds like is uh, Stephen Emil basically uh, wants to step away from the role and be more of a uh, a papa, be more of a daddy. Oh, that's nice. And then uh, go down other other adventures, which he already has a fuck ton of adventures. Yeah, he wrestled like he, twice. He, he's <laughs> he's wrestled probably about five or six times now. Wow. Um, and he has the whole winery with Cody Rhodes. They're, um, they're like BFFs. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, he That's also so what is it? Heroes and villains. Oh yeah. He, he he's like one of the guys that puts on heroes and villains. He's smart because you know if you're on a TV show, it's good to have an entrepreneurial attitude because you don't know how long your series is going I, to last. Yeah. And then you don't know Although, if you're going to get typecasted and then yeah, right. exactly. Of course, it's been a good ride for him. Nine seasons is a hell of a long. He started ride. back in 2012. Um, That's crazy. I didn't even realize the show had been on that long. Like yeah. it's just amazing how fi- how fast time goes. How long has Flash been on? Um, they're on season five, five or six. I can't I can't remember right now. Um, I, I didn't realize Arrow had been on that much longer than uh, the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was probably two or three seasons deep before um, Flash started. But uh, 
I don't know if you guys knew this, but Comic Cons and stuff, that when you go up and buy an autograph and et cetera and et cetera at their booth, uh, the cons would take a cut of that. And mm-hmm, Emil yeah. basically, Emil started this new avenue where it's like, no, you're not getting a cut. Very we're we're going to negotiate up front and you're going to, you're going to take, you're going to pay me this much instead of this much and I get my cut. And then oh, yeah. I was like, well, that's okay. I get, I guess I, I get it. And then when he came to Motor City and I seen his line all three days, I was like, that dude's making serious money. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Cause like it was like 25 bucks for an autograph, you know, like, you know, probably 25 bucks for a picture. I don't remember that's how much. That's why a lot of times um, there was, I can't remember who it was. There was somebody that was, they had an autograph signing and people were like up in arms about how much they were charging. Yeah. I think it might have been. Uh, Henry Cavill. Okay. Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. All, all that. Like, people were really pissed about how much the autographs were. And people, they were trying to explain to them, like, you understand that, like, they have their fee, and then the con tags on mm-hmm. their cut. Yeah. So, for example, if it's uh, Motor City Comic Con this week, or this year, it's, it's like, I think, like, 40 or, you know, $50 to meet uh, Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Pauly Shore is probably charging, like... 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. And then Motor City wants to get a cut, so then they add on. I'm, I'm purely speculating, yeah, but yeah. hearing that, like the Stephen Amal ones, like that stuff was only, that was only 25 bucks. Right. Okay. Like hearing that, like sure. that makes sense. Like he's like, okay, well, let me charge my price of $25. And it makes sense because then more people can buy it. Yeah. And you're essentially, you're not really losing anything. You're making I, your money. I do remember going up because I, I got in line and had him sign my uh, Green Arrow hat and stuff. And I remember seeing it, and I had like probably like sixty or seventy bucks out, and I was like, "It's it's going to be at least eighty to do this." And uh, no, like I had to put money away, and I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. And then I then I heard that shit, and I was like, "Oh, okay, it all makes sense now." Who the fuck would pay fifty dollars to get Polly Shores autograph? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> no, even he said, even he said that's too much. One big fucking I, goof troop thing. I, <laughs> Wrong. I, I don't. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, let, no, would, no. I think you could be very right here. I wouldn't pay five dollars for Paul. Wow. I forget how much uh, Janelle paid for Rob Schneider's. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Here's here's the cool thing though. With Rob Schneider's autograph came uh, a stapler. A great a great story about Leslie Nielsen on the um, the uh, set of Surf Ninjas. Oh no! And how shit. Leslie Nielsen almost. Almost died from heat stroke. Holy shit! Because they, he had all the prosthetics yeah. on. And they were over in Japan, and Japan in the summer gets super mm-hmm. duper hot. So he's just walking around the whole. He said he's just walking around the whole day, just fucking swearing up a storm. Like nobody else is wearing <laughs> fucking prosthetics. <laughs> and then he just like kind of collapsed the one knee, and we were all like, "Whoa!" And he did the Snyder like. <laughs> and, and I was like, "This is the best interaction I've ever seen," and I'm not even part of this. <laughs> I'm jealous. So yeah, the uh, autograph for Polly Shore is forty dollars, and photo op is fifty. Mm. But you can do a duo photo op with Lori Petty oh. for ninety five dollars. Oh hell yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like I want to look up. Like uh, I, I scrolled. Down, I was like, let's let me click somebody who I would think might might. I forgot that they post that information. Uh, autograph for Rey Mysterio is fifty dollars. Photo op sixty. That's not so bad, especially when Nelly's back in the. WWE. What about Michaels? That's that's what I was checking. That's what I was checking next. <laughs> You gotta pay him in uh, Eucharist wafers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you a bastard! <laughs> Autograph sixty, photo op eighty. Oh no! Uh, 
I think that just killed the factor of me going to see, uh, meet him. I don't, I'm not that interested in meeting Shawn Michaels. Unless he can give me um, a super kick in a photo op, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to pass. He probably missed because he's all fucking goofy-eyed now. No, no. See, so he'd probably hit me because <laughs> <laughs> wrestling's fake. <laughs> it's not fake. It's scripted. <laughs> Calm down, Jack. Calm down. I was, I was curious what the David Tennant. Oh yeah, he's a he's a, he's a pricey figure. Uh, one hundred dollars for an autograph. Yep. Photo op, uh, another hundred dollars. And if you want a group photo op with the other two people for Doctor Who, it is two hundred and twenty-five dollars. When you say photo op, you mean the professional ones, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Not not their booth fee. No, I'm okay. assuming it's like we did for Stanley. Right. Yeah. Ugh. I've always heard, I've heard I've heard that he's a he's an expensive one too. But uh, to be uh, very brutally honest here, he hasn't really done much since he was the doctor. He voices Scrooge McDuck. Okay, <laughs> and he was, wasn't. Was he? he was in Jessica Jones. I was going to say yeah, like Jessica he's, Jones. I'm not saying that he hasn't done anything. I'm saying he hasn't done anything as noteworthy as being right. the doctor. That's true. That's what he's famous for. So, I mean, Zach Morris. His autograph is fifty dollars. Photo op sixty. What the fuck, man? <laughs> and Jeff, I know you want to know what Lori Petty's in. Hell yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, it takes it's like weird. Like you click it, and it doesn't go right. You got to click it like three times. Keep clicking. It's loading, don't worry. Um, <laughs> autograph, $40. Photo op, 55 Then, of course, you got the $95. Uh, photo op with Polly Shore. <laughs> 95 Yeah, I'd be paying us for all the years he's fucking annoyed me. <laughs> but, uh, Obviously, someone didn't like the Goofy movie. <laughs> I enjoyed the Goofy movie. <laughs> but back, you know, uh, I've always felt that around six, seven seasons, for me, for most shows, is pretty much it. Good, yeah. <laughs> Usually a lot of times when they start to exceed that, I'm not saying all shows, but most shows, yeah. when they start to exceed that, they start to get bad. I, uh, I can't think of a, any shows offhand. I haven't watched Arrow, but I can't think of any other shows. Now, I know that um, Stephanie watches it, but does she make you watch Supernatural? Not, not really. Are they in like season 50 now or something? 13? Uh, That's insane. I think they just got renewed for season 15, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, is it 15? I think so. She was saying, because she follows a lot of stuff on Reddit, that a lot of the fans are starting to be like, okay... It's time to start wrapping time, stuff. Time to put it to bed, bed. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's an. That's an insane show. Yeah, like, I can't think of any other show that's had. Uh, I mean, some of the Law and Orders. Yeah. Well, no, because like one Law and Order stems into another Law and Order. True. So it, it seems just, like it's been on for yeah. forty years. Well, that's because it has been on for forty <laughs> years. But like, uh, I remember Law and Order when I was like five years yeah. old. And then like Doom Doom. <laughs> and NYPD Blue and all oh. fucking procedural dramas that are exactly the fucking same with the same like uh, minor. Theme music, boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. It's like uh, <laughs> the Office, like that show, limped on a lot longer. Yeah, than, it should have. Uh, How I Met Your Mother limped on a lot longer than oh, it should have. Yeah, yeah. the the, the last uh, couple seasons of How I Met Your Mother, though I enjoyed it, weren't as good. How um, many seasons did Scrubs run? Scrubs, Scrubs, <laughs> Scrubs ran. Scrubs ran for I think it depending on who you ask. <laughs> I think it ran for eight or nine seasons. They probably should have stopped after like five. Um, <laughs> let me see, because it they had that weird season after what was technically the final season, where it was supposed to be like a spinoff, but it really wasn't treated as a spinoff. Uh, yeah, with the uh, with the interns or what are they what are they called? Uh, it was yeah, I don't know. It was supposed to be like a medical school version, yeah. and like they're not interns; they're RAs. Something Is like that. that. The term? Mm-hmm. I never watched it because I thought the way the last season ended was perfect. Well, my last season ended was perfect. <laughs> um, I know Cody always says, like, oh, you just got to watch it for what it is. It's not that bad. I'm like, no. Never. It's not my scrubs. Oh, no. Coward. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, I guess 
according to online, it ran for nine seasons, but to me, there are only eight seasons. <laughs> so it got a little, it went a little past the its its prime. Yeah. Uh, and then some. And then uh, Big Bang Theory is another one. Uh, how long has that fucking show been on? It just uh just hit its final season, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know how long. I stopped watching after season four. We stopped watching a long time ago. There was one point where we were like, we were watching the new seasons, and then we were like, we just kind of looked at each other, and we were like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, like, like nothing happens. Like, there's no character development. There's no. Well, that's that's a sitcom. For it. It's a classic sitcom. Really yeah. yeah, you're waiting for the next cameo. No, yeah. no, uh, no lasting changes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like normally when you do make changes in a sitcom like that, it's not good either. Like you look at like that '70s show. Yeah. That's, oh, show, that's, that's another show that's probably put yeah. a really annoying fucking character that everyone hates, and then the ratings will take a shit, and we'll try a spinoff. And then we'll get canceled. Mm-hmm. And everyone's career, except for Mila Kunis, will go in the toilet. <laughs> well, Topher Grace might have had one if he had done Spider-Man 3. He did. He cut a really awesome uh, I heard about Star that. Wars trailer. I haven't seen it, though. It's really good. He took all the movies, right? And then like combined yeah. it into a trailer. He also did a cut of um, the prequels, uh-huh. where he kind of made it all like one movie, but he, he made it in a way where he pretty much cut out all of episode one. Because, <laughs> like, I guess he is legit, like, a super Star Wars fan. That sounds like it. Um, Fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, anywho. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, great. We, we're going to talk a lot about Suicide Squad, too, because there was tons of news that came out this week. Like, it was almost, like, one right after another. DC's um, taking a, a, a note out of uh, Marvel's book. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> They're wising up, man. Just be happy about that. <laughs> um, the first thing, I, I mean, a few weeks ago it was reported that Margot Robbie wouldn't be returning as Harley Quinn, and then, like, it was really quickly redacted. I was like, nope, she's coming back. <laughs> like, okay. That's um, cool. I really don't, couldn't see anyone else as uh, Harley Quinn at this point. Yeah. She's the, uh, the founding... They're kind of trying to keep the things that worked and get rid of the things that didn't work, which... Was most of the movie. They're... Uh, they're, I thought you liked it. I enjoyed it. Oh, but okay. I, like, but you, you, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I enjoyed it, but... It was a popcorn movie. And I'm a realist where I'm not going to sit and argue with somebody and be like, no, it was a good movie. Yeah, objectively, most people didn't like it. Like, no, it, it technically really wasn't a good movie. Yeah. Like, I found enjoyment in it, but it's, it's not a good movie. It was torturous for me. It had, I mean, it had elements of a good movie. Certain yeah. parts that I really enjoyed, and then other parts were cringy and eye-rolling, and other parts were boring. I actually have a very unpopular opinion about that movie, and I don't know if I've ever even told you guys. What? Uh, I actually despise Will Smith as Deadshot more than Jared Leto as a Joker. I like Jared Leto as a Joker, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot know. that you did. <laughs> um, then you'll like this. Oh, I know. Will Smith was uh, announced he would not be returning for Suicide Squad 2, and then merely, like... <laughs> did you just hit yourself in the head with a can? <laughs> I did nothing of the sort. <laughs> There's um, no video evidence of that occurring. <laughs> it was announced a few uh, you know, days prior to the other announcement that Will Smith wouldn't be returning as Deadshot. Which that really, nobody was really upset about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's real busy with his uh, Facebook show and his YouTube channel. Probably making like another movie for Aladdin. Netflix or something. Oh, yeah. Aladdin. He's making Aladdin. Making now, a terrifying looking Aladdin movie. Here's my hunch. Is uh, DC, we, we, we've been told that um, DC is having... Is supposed to be having uh, James Gunn write Suicide Squad too. Mm-hmm. Do you think Will Smith said no? I'm not coming back because of all that bullshit. It might have. He might have. There's part of me that's like maybe, but he's always been very quick to judge. Um, but on the other hand, he almost seems like a like one of those weird like saint people. Like isn't he, he like a closet Scientologist or something? No. He's yeah. Oh yeah. That's been going on for a while. Where people have been uh, 
Rumors. rumors. There's nothing's ever been confirmed, and I think he has denied it. But he's he's definitely in bed with the Church of Scientology. Holy he's shit! He's friends with a lot of Scientologists, and he's in those circles. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that's save Will Smith. <laughs> that's some upsetting news. Um, but uh, it was announced later that his replacement is going to be, and I think it's it's at this point it's pretty official. Is it DJ Jazzy Jeff? No, <laughs> it wish. is uh, Idris Elba. That's such a weird replacement. That I is, love Idris Elba. I think that's like like trading in a used car for a brand new shiny car. Like I can't think of a <laughs> That's a pretty analogy, common thing. But I like. think well <laughs> it's a pretty that's a pretty common thing. But like <laughs> it's like such a good metaphor. No, I mean it's like literally not paying anything extra. You just give them it oh. and they just give you that back. You run into Ed McMahon on the street. Yeah. Like, Here's your new car. <laughs> for nothing. Like um, to me, like I can't imagine a better switch out. Like I was like this. This is already good. He's I like this. Actor. Like that movie, uh, oh, what's it called? Beasts of No Nation, the one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He was terrifying in that movie. <laughs> um, I saved the Dark Tower. He was like the I, one I like, shiny that. thing in that. I heard that movie was a big old turd. I read all the books, and while the last four sucked, I uh, was very sad to see that that movie wasn't a very good adaptation. He was the saving, well, I shouldn't say saving, a shining beacon. Yes. We'll say that. Because he's, he's a top-notch actor like you put him in anything and you can pretty much sell it mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know like i don't i don't disagree with the change but i don't know if i i am for it completely it's, it's gonna be weird i always like that shot with a dignified british accent <laughs> he can do american um can he? yeah he did american in the office he was in the office yeah, yeah for like a few episodes yeah, it wasn't yeah. a lot but Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah, oh, I kind of wanted a dead shot with a dignified British accent. <laughs> I, I would, I would agree. It would, it would be a better seller. Um, I know because a lot of the stuff is uh, like the stuff I've read with Deadshot, and then even the animated movies. Mm-hmm. I there's no good way of saying this. He's but, not black. <laughs> I actually wanted more of like a uh, white. No, actually, <laughs> no, not at all. I wanted to be blacker. I actually wanted Bernie um, Mac to play him. <laughs> Is it Bernie Mac dead? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, he did die. Cedric the Entertainer. There, there we go. go. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> no, I, oh, that was, shot. He has to get good aim. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> uh, I was thinking more of like a, a, a Spanish background, like um, John Leguizamo. Yes, a <laughs> hundred times over. Yes, dear God, uh, <laughs> no, like uh, b- before Will Smith got casted, I always said that uh, Ant Man's friend that re- does the recap. Really, you want yeah. him to be like, <laughs> like I, I, I disagree. I, well, no, someone like like him. Oh, like him. Yeah. So somebody Latino. <laughs> no, dynamic actor. <laughs> I don't really know that much about Deadshot, so. I would, uh, I don't know. The only impression I've got is like from the animated movies and whatnot. I really read. Like, the only thing about Deadshot I read in it was like JLA Avengers, so. Which was an excellent read. He's a freaking assassin. Yeah, an assassin <laughs> with a death wish. Oh, I did read a couple Suicide Squad books that he was in, so. I guess that kind of qualifies me to be an expert. <laughs> Good enough for this show. Anyways. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then, uh, shortly after that was announced, the Suicide Squad 2 lineup was. What? Potentially uh, released. Who is it? Who is it? Um, Come on. First up is KG Beast. I am I am reading this from a website called Newsorama.com, by the way. But uh, Newsorama. So, Newsorama. But it was on like comicbook.com, comic book movie, okay. superhero hype, all that stuff. All it was all over the place. Okay. This was the first article that came up when I googled it. Uh-huh. Uh, first up is Ratcatcher. 
Really? And comic book's rat catcher is Otis Flanagan, a sewer-dwelling former exterminator who uses his ability to communicate with rats to commit crimes. Holy shit, so he's basically the rat king. I was just about to say, he's the rat king. <laughs> Collider, Collider, so this is okay, steps from Collider. Collider reports that Suicide Squad's two version will be largely the same, but will be portrayed as a younger woman who has a penchant <laughs> for poisons. Then, there's King Shark, a staple of... Yes! Oh! <laughs> there's great. King Shark, a staple of DC's 2 Suicide Squad comic books. Uh, next is Polka Dot Man, a minor, oh, a minor Batman villain who in comic books also went by Mr. Polka Dot, who has a costume covered in multicolored polka dots which can oh, be removed no. to turn into a variety of weapons. The Suicide Squad 2 version's powers will reportedly cause Polka Dot to appear all over his body, leading to his embarrassment in his own abilities. Oh my god. <laughs> Finally, there is Peacemaker, originally a Charlton Comics character. Peacemaker is Christopher Smith, a pacifist extremist with the twisted belief that his own vigilante violence will lead to the world peace. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool character. That sounds pretty dope. <laughs> Peacemaker was the main inspiration for Watchmen's comedian, uh-huh. with Watchmen's primary characters being based in the form of Charlton Comics. Um, and it is stated, it is stated that uh, <coughs> they have Guardians of the Galaxy actor Dave Bautista <coughs> perpetually <laughs> leading the pack to take the role. What? That sounds really good so far. Batista? It's a different lineup. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is and, pretty nuts. And also, they announced that the actor who played Rick Flagg will not be returning, which, Woo! thank fucking God. He'll be sucks. he'll be busy making uh, RoboCop 2. Uh, he, was, uh, he was... Was he RoboCop in RoboCop? He was, he was RoboCop. RoboCop movie? Yeah. He was... He was... I, you know, it was weird. Like, when I first watched Suicide Squad, I didn't really notice He's it. actually good friends with Will Smith, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That's how he got the job, then. Because originally, sure. it was supposed to be Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, which would have been way better. Way, oh my god! And then, but like when I watched Suicide Squad, like later when it came out on Blu-ray, and I was watching it at home, and like the more I watched, it, the more I was like, "This guy's fucking terrible." Yeah, he's pretty bad. Like he's like, and I'm not by no means am I like a, a connoisseur of actors. Yeah, like I, I, it's very hard for me to to pick out. There's movies I like that are garbage. Um, <clears throat> you can tell he's acting. That's but yeah, yeah, you can tell. Like it's it's so like just it's literally it, it, it distracts you from the film. Yeah, how bad his acting yeah, because it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when they're rounding up all the uh, all the guy all the guys and gal gals, <laughs> and he's like doing their little bios. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so uh, so forced. So god. Ugh. So Ooh, we hate you. <laughs> you know, for me, everything for Suicide Squad two is looking much improved. Much improved. Like I will say that the stupid line, improved. Like, are we talking no Harley and no? Uh, well, you got Deadshot. Deadshot's gonna be in. Harley is gonna be in it. What about um, Boomerang? No word on him yet. Like a, I hope so, because he was one of the... He was entertaining. He was. He was really good, yeah. Which is weird, because I hate that actor in every other movie he's been in. <laughs> but I think you bring those three in, um, and... I'm excited about King Shark. You gotta... You as, long, as long as they don't do King Shark like they did Croc. Oh, yeah. like a guy in a suit? Just... Like, I was fine with the suit and the look, for the most part. Mm-hmm. He, it was it was an odd combination where he had kind of like this huge bulbous round head. And like nothing to his body, <laughs> but I enjoyed like how he was all scaly and all all that jazz. Um, but I'm talking more of the stereotypical African American male, yeah, like the ghetto. Uh, yeah, like it's it, like that that nah, staple. Shorty. <laughs> oh, <pretty. laughs> that 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 I don't know. Like I th- I am Killer Croc I, is white. God damn it! <laughs> I'm one. We hear you loud and clear. <laughs> I am, I am somebody who does find stereotypes hilarious. Um, listen, I know both of you guys think stereotypes are funny, so I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. 
evidence to support that. I'm the only one here that doesn't put up a front. <laughs> Cowards! But I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> do you? I think so. But crocodiles do come from Africa, so it would make sense that Killer Croc would be black, though. But the rains would have blessed him. <laughs> blessed him into being white? <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad 2. Me too. Oh, I have a bit of news. Uh, Are you coming I out? don't care. Uh, yes. I am. No, uh, that movie, Alita. Get on with it! Yeah, it's made 300 million in the uh, international market. Nice. It's 383 million. How did it do over in China? It's made, uh, that's where the majority of its money came from. Did it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was kind of, uh, so it might get curious. a sequel. Yeah, it might get a sequel. It's officially, but his goal, James Cameron's goal was, uh, he said to make its money back, he would need 350 million, so. According to that estimate, it's officially profitable now, so I'm pretty excited. Um, I mean, James Cameron's rich enough to make whatever he wants, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So he'll he'll do it no matter what. (laughs) Did you know that um, it's kind of funny you bring Alita up, that um, there was a thing this weekend, uh, I don't know how much uh, track it really got, but people were posting about it called the Captain Marvel Alita Challenge. What's that? Where you do one of two things. You... um, Pay the money to go see Alita, and then sneak into Captain Marvel. Why? <laughs> or just sneak ca- sneak into Captain Marvel altogether and not even pay. Why? Or just pay or just pay to see Alita instead of Captain Marvel. For what purpose? <laughs> because there is a, a pocket of fans that are like their mindset is we're going to show them that Alita. And keep in mind, this is probably white males saying <laughs> wow, we're going to show them. Yeah, we're going to show them that Alita is a better female role model. I don't think she's necessarily a better female. She's a robot! She's a cyborg. <laughs> but I think the, the, the point is, is that there's a group of males that think they know what a proper female role model, role model is. is. I mean, I mean, I did like Alita more than Captain Marvel, but... Females think they know what good male role models are. That's true. So, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, okay, so I haven't seen Alita. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say that Alita is a good female I think she's an excellent female role model. In your opinion? Yeah. I mean, she karate chops robots. She says... Neck, and she I know says, nothing about it. Like, I literally don't know I anything mean, about it. I don't it. think, like, female empowerment was an overtone of the... It was an undertone of the film, but it wasn't an overtone of the film. It was more like of a... Marvel. But it'd be more of, like, a father-daughter Yeah, it was, it was more towards a younger female audience, actually. Like, yeah. she was a... She had the mindset of a teenage girl in the movie, and it was, like, a movie of self-discovery, growing up... Uh, Kicking cyborgs in the throat. <laughs> I personally, uh, I thought the movie was okay. Uh-huh. I didn't leave it like I felt it was a little overstuffed. It was definitely overstuffed. I, I felt like it put like four story arcs in it. Yeah, and it, and that to me like it felt like it jumped and shift tones a lot. Yeah, like um, it definitely did. But I mean, it's also based on a foreign source material, so some stuff might have gotten lost in translation. It, that I think too the foreign source material you have to read backwards. <laughs> yeah, I think too for true. me. The fact that it felt so stuffed and it still ended on a cliffhanger. I mean, you could tell that they thought that they probably weren't getting a sequel, but they really wanted one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I wish, I wish the story would have been a little more thinner. I can understand, or at least maybe make the movie twenty minutes longer. (laughs) That's what I thought. How long was it? It was only like two hours. Oh, that's pretty short for a James Cameron film. Yeah, I know. It was. I think it was maybe two hours and ten minutes, something like that. That's only like, uh, like. Maybe one VHS. Yeah. 
I didn't think it was a it wasn't a, a terrible movie, but I didn't leave it going like, oh yeah, Alita. <laughs> I was like, all right, that was. I mean, little looking over stuff, you know, burrito. That sounds. Delicious. That yeah, I was about to say that's, <laughs> that's your metaphors good. are over. Oh, it sounds <laughs> it sounds delicious, but then you end up with a mess all over your pants. No, that's just, I always get a mess on my pants when I eat a burrito. Listen, that's just because you're unskilled at eating. I've seen you take a <laughs> take a bite out of a bowl and then miss the bowl completely. <laughs> Try. When I eat a burrito, I start in the middle and I eat it like a corner. Oh. <laughs> I saw somebody eat a burrito like that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I bite rings in my burrito. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking of Captain Marvel. Oh, here we go. It was uh, released this weekend. Um, I saw it on International Women's Day. Look at you. Yeah, on like YouTube hate mongers. BTW <laughs> thought that was real funny. It was released on International Women's uh, Day. I didn't even put it together <laughs> I didn't, so. until people were posting, it's International Women's Day. And I was like, you slide on. Oh, wait. <laughs> but um, there's no feminist agenda. <laughs> I, uh, it was weird. Like up until like two hours before I went to the movie, I suddenly started to have concerns about it. <laughs> I was like, uh, Mostly because I uh, I fell into like a YouTube hole and I watched a couple of reviewers that normally I share a lot of the same opinions with. I'll watch the review and like they're saying things and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. You're like, yeah, you know, like I get it. And and they didn't have like super positive things to say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh oh, yeah, uh oh. <laughs> and uh, then like when we went in and the movie started, like the first like five ten minutes. I don't know what it was. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. I mean, like, before we get into spoiler territory, I think it's good to point out that you don't really need to see this movie if, to, if coming into Endgame, because there, I didn't think there was anything that was, like, pivotal. To, it was basically just to catch you up on the character. To introduce the character. Yeah, That's, yeah and I, I saw some people say that, uh, one person said that it was a, a phase one movie in a phase three world. You know, Holy I think shit. that's a perfect way to put yeah. it. Like that was that that was literally they just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, like it really reminded me a lot of like the first Thor, yeah, the very first. I, like I said first, first Captain yeah, Captain first, America. It was very similar which in tone and vibe aren't bad. No, movies. no, they're not no, bad movies. But, but at this at this <laughs> at this point in the game, though, you expect something more. Yeah, from a Marvel film. Well, and I think that's kind of where Marvel's pit themselves. We're not in married the yet, Marvel. <laughs> where they where they kind of pit themselves in a corner, in a sense. You look at um, Infinity War mm-hmm. and then Ant Man. Right, yeah. you go grand scale to small, very small scale. But even like Ant Man was... and the Wasp, like following Avengers, uh, was almost you know it, it wasn't as exciting as before Avengers. That's what I'm saying. It's really hard to kind of follow that kind of big boom. Exactly. Model. Well, yeah, but she's supposed to be their new flagship character, though. Yeah, you would expect well a lot from the dude. Movie. So I read a headline. I don't know how true this is that they shot two different versions of. I, I don't game? know. I, I've, I've read that. I mean, and a lot of the, the people reporting these are people that are kind of coming from one side of the fence. Uh, like, I saw one where they're saying, oh, there's people in the Avengers cast don't like Brie Larson. <laughs> uh, one name that's being floated around a lot is Scarlett, or not Scarlett Johansson, um, Elizabeth Olsen. Like, she doesn't like that this new character is coming in and getting all the attention while she, you know, still, I'm like, what is this, fucking high school? Like, <laughs> I don't think that... Some kind of locker room talk. <laughs> yeah, I think... And it just seems more and more like people are uh, trying to create issues and problems with this movie that 
aren't really there. It's just a green flicks. Um, <laughs> once I got past that initial first five minutes, I was hooked. Yeah. Like, I had such a fun time. Um, I think once my brain realized, like, this isn't going to be on the scale of um, an Avengers or, you know, a Thor Ragnarok or a Civil War or something like that. This is her first movie. So I, ha- I can't expect it to be... Grandiose. <sighs> yeah. And once I went in, with, I think maybe too, I went in with that mindset of, okay, this is like a phase one type movie. And I was like, yeah, I was totally like, I left and I was like, I had a really fun time. I enjoyed it a lot more than I was anticipating I would, a lot more than I thought I was going to within the first five, ten minutes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was more coming from that. (laughs) Not not yet. (laughs) I mean, um, the way I felt about the film, I think the way you described Alita was actually a really good way to describe this film, too, because I really felt it was overstuffed in a lot of ways. I thought they were in a rush to get the character established, get her power set fully put together, like they've done with other Phase 1 movies like Thor or Captain America. I mean, uh, I was kind of disappointed, actually. Like, I was really... I found it to be an okay movie when I was expecting a really good movie. I don't know if I'm just spoiled by Marvel movies at this point. And I think that's what a lot of it is. I think because there's so many times, like I mentioned, like you have Infinity War and Ragnarok and uh, Civil War and, and Black Panther, you know, and people leave and they're like blown away and like, that's the greatest fucking movie I've ever seen. And it, it creates this mindset of when you go, you, it's either really good or really bad. It's like a zero or ten. Mm. Like, no, people aren't, like, their mindsets aren't set anymore to be like, oh, you know, that movie was like a six or seven. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was telling people, I was like, it was definitely, I would say it was mid-tier, like, upper mid-tier. Like, it would would it crack my top ten? No. Well, but it's supposed to, though. This is supposed to be their big next character. I don't think it is supposed to. It's not supposed to be really good. No, I don't. I don't think they were. In, I don't think they're. I, mean, I don't think they were. Sh- that she's supposed to be the big heavy hitter, the most powerful character. I think it was all. I mean, it was like I said. It was. A, it was a phase one movie. Like this is the well, I don't, intro to the character. I don't think they should be making phase one movies anymore. I mean, they've already like movies like Black Panther and other. You can make a high caliber movie while introducing a character. I'm, I'm actually somewhat shocked by this because last night you had said that you shared the same opinion as Cody. Yeah, Cody said it was all right. <laughs> you know what's funny is I have a text message here. Oh, so who's lying to who? Cody said, and I quote, I guess I liked it. <laughs> that sounds like a Cody quote right there. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I guess I liked it. <laughs> I guess he had time to digest and figure that out that he liked it more. Or maybe he just didn't want to look sexist. <laughs> He's changing he said, he was like, uh, what do you think of Captain Marvel? I was like, I liked it. I was like, not the greatest film in the world, but a fun one. And he's like, me too. Even if it did seem really heavy-handed with the girl power... Uh, I can see that maybe the movie wasn't directed towards me. Good overall, though. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I'm just saying it was a so-so movie. And I, I, I think I'm following what Jeff says. Is like it's, it was a so-so movie, but at this point in the game, you shouldn't be releasing so-so movies, exactly. especially if this is supposed to be your flagship character taking over for the you know the original six. It's one of those things where it, I feel like Marvel's doing the exact same thing with Captain Marvel now as they did in the comics. They're trying mm-hmm. to force-feed us this character, and everybody's just kind of like, uh, I mean, like, it, yeah. it's, it's good, but, like, it's not Captain America. Yeah, it's not exactly. Iron Man. And I think I think the character and the movies could be that caliber. Yeah, that's what I I'm just saying. I can't put my finger on the pulse as to what was missing. Um, um, I mean, like, I remember when I watched the movie, and after the movie ended, nobody clapped, which is a first for me watching a Marvel film. Speaking of which, uh, the 
opening, the Marvel opening. Yes, that. People um, people clapped in my theater after that. Yeah. Like, it, it went into an uproar. Yeah, people cheered for that, too. Was, that was just a little side note. That I really enjoyed. I, I had mean, people cheering in my theater. Did you? Throughout the movie, yeah. Oh, you had people cheering all through the movie. Yeah. I'm talking about the Stanley. No, no, I mean, just like, because he was saying there was no reactions, really. Oh. And no, his, I think I had a little bit of reactions. It was a packed theater, too. Of course, it was a different theater. I saw it at uh, Cinemark. And maybe, then, maybe we're all dower doors over there. <laughs> I, uh, I will. Are you finished up, Jeff? Or is there more you would like Let to me say? Think. I mean, how else can I shit on this movie? But no, I don't know. <laughs> See, when you say that, it makes it sound like you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to give the vibe that I didn't like it. Like Cody said, it definitely wasn't geared towards me. But I think they could have done a better job. I think a much better movie that has a female protagonist and deals with female empowerment would be Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was a much better movie than this. I disagree. Well, you're wrong. I, I, uh, I, one of the people that with Wonder Woman, when people, I, I didn't get it. I was like, I, it was okay, but that sounds like how you feel about Wonder Woman's how I feel about Captain. People Marvel. were like, well, oh, it should be nominated for an Oscar. I'm like, should it? <laughs> really? I mean, like when I saw reviews for this movie, I feel like I'm, I'm like gonna have to be the mediator here. <laughs> like the reviews for this movie were like. The most, even the positive ones were this was a paint by numbers Marvel movie but that's not the point the point is we finally have a powerful female protagonist I'm like well what the fuck they made fucking you know uh, Wonder Woman years ago and it wasn't getting nearly the kind of ovation that it, and it got a big ovation don't get me wrong but people are acting like Wonder Woman never existed in the first place it's just weird to me um, I think with origin movies in general that is Marvel's not their Achilles tendon but they Achilles struggle. heel yeah, they struggle a bit with them, because um, even like you look at like Doctor Strange, like yeah, that was another paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. Paint by numbers, very forgettable. But then they put him in Infinity War, and I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah I left Infinity War going fuck yeah, Doctor Strange. Um, I feel like they need to introduce a character and then make their movie like Spider Man, for instance. Well, in Black Panther, like Black, Panther. Black Panther, yeah. And see, that was one thing I was wondering with this movie. I'm like, I'm wondering how the response would be to them even making this movie. If they introduced her in a movie beforehand, mm-hmm. and like you just saw like her doing like really badass things, and then got people pumped, and then like okay, and now we're gonna do a Captain Marvel movie, like they did with Black Panther, yeah. wouldn't it have been a little different because if you, yeah, if you would have came out the gate and showed us her powerful like the the full on power set of Captain Marvel, which I I feel like we didn't even get to see that at, like fully, yeah, like I feel like she still has more, um, but if you were to give us full fledged one hundred percent uh, powered up Captain Marvel in uh, just a one shot in another movie. I think it would have got a lot more uh, hype. I think I with I think with the the introduction of a new character this far along, while everybody's still invested in what's happening to Infinity War slash Endgame, um, it's likely to fall into the shadows. Because right now, everybody I've talked to has said the same thing. Like I think I just don't give a crap because I want. In game, yeah. like I want to know what happened to my heroes. So I, I think this this portion between the two uh, landmark Avengers deals is kind of almost choking out the other movies. I could see that, especially with the cliffhanger ending. No matter how many times, like, and how many people say they're coming back, they've announced other movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's it, it still leaves that like that lasting impression of the suspension of disbelief. But how does how do how do we uh, get to point A to point B? It doesn't make any sense. So I think that. Kind of like took away a lot of the lackluster of the movie itself. Ah, <laughs> oh. what I think, uh, I think what is what kind of uh, benefited me 
I guess going in, like considering you tied, is I looks like I went into it with the knowledge that like okay, this isn't going to be knock my socks off. I mean, I went in sort of movie, um, and not any movie, not every movie can be that. Just every should every movie aspire to be that? Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. But I'm not going to let it hinder my enjoyment if it's not like you know. I the, seen the an, greatest fucking things in sliced bread. I seen an article that sums up. I think all three of us uh, together. And that was, was Captain Marvel great? No, but that's not a problem. <laughs> exactly. And I think, Which, like, in my personal attitude about everything, like, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Like, you should always reach for the stars. It doesn't matter what, you, you know, what you're doing, what you do. If you're not going to put it full-heartedly in there... If you give them the attitude that they don't have to make an amazing movie, then they'll just keep yeah. making some part Because I mean, as a human being, everybody's fucking lazy. Nobody yeah. wants to work. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they shouldn't want to make amazing movies, but just because it wasn't on par with, like I said, an Infinity War or Civil War or blah, 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 it doesn't mean it's any, you know, it doesn't mean, like, it was automatically dog shit. I'm not saying no. either. Like, I just, I'm like, it was a good mid-Marvel movie. It's right in the middle of the pack. I could lump it right in with a Doctor Strange, Ant-Man. Um, I think I like Ant-Man better than this. Because uh, and the, first, the first Thor, first Captain America, like, I can lump it in with all of them, and it's just fine. Yeah. I'm I okay would, with it. I would agree with that, definitely. It's just, I don't know. I guess I did expect too much, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, me, personally, because I, I don't think I've even said... Um, the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how much came out of that graphic yeah, novel. Yeah, uh, well, I was expecting more from the graphic novel, but uh, yeah, there was stuff that like I was surprised at the. Yeah, like I was like, wow, they pulled out a lot more from that graphic novel mm-hmm. than I thought they would. And uh, with that being said, I was just as bored as I was reading. The yeah, novel. exactly. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I got up to pee three times. <laughs> I was just like, uh, okay, I'm gonna go pee again, and. You know, we can keep using the excuse of maybe this isn't, you know, targeted towards me, but I will also use the the fact of the matter that uh, males are still the vast majority of the fan base of this movie. And I'm all all for action girls and kicking ass and shit like that, but to not target your main majority is stupid in a marketing sense. Well, I mean, they make so many movies, they can afford to try to branch out. That's the other thing I was going to say is, like, I feel now we are definitely at the staple of if if Marvel's in the title, well, just once, not twice, um, <laughs> in general, if Marvel's in the title, people are going to go see it. Yes. So it's it's one of those things where it's, it. I was going to go see this even if I was fully against it and with, like, the, the people launching bots to lower its, its, <laughs> yeah, its score. Like, if I was one of those people, I would still be going to see it. Why? Because it's a fucking Marvel movie and everybody goes and sees these Marvel movies. Like, there's people that are seeing this Marvel movie that, like, literally they've said, I have no interest, but it's it's Marvel. Yeah. I think you, you said there was reviews of that, too, or comments in the, the deal that said... There was, a, there, was, there was a lot of comments I was reading this weekend. A lot. Um, I meant, like, before the movie... Yeah, no, there, there was there, and there were people this weekend saying, you know, that they were just going to go see it because it. There was one person that was like, uh, you know, oh, the only reason it made money is because it's a Marvel movie. It's like, well, no, it targeted a different audience. <laughs> I don't think it targeted as. Uh, I don't think it was as, as successful at targeting females as Wonder Woman was, because there was a lot of there was a lot of female empowerment when. Wonder Woman came out, and I think that's I think that's because of how mainstream Wonder Woman is, though. That's true. She's not Captain Marvel isn't a household name. Yeah, like, like she's like a, this Captain Marvel, but yeah. Um, um, 
there was <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people um, just all that. And here's the thing: if you didn't like the movie, that's fine. Like everybody's entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it, whatever. We're just having a spirited <laughs> back and forth on it and all that. Yes. The the people that I have this particular problem with are the people that are going on, like, the groups I'm in, like, people post, like, oh, I saw Captain Marvel, I loved it, you know, I thought it was really good, or I had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and they actively go on there, and they're like, oh, boring, oh, it's, worse. it's the worst, oh. worst Marvel movie I've ever seen, and, this yeah. and it's like, okay, you don't have to do that, like, when Aquaman came out, I wasn't, like, searching comments and stuff like that <laughs> to go tell people, like, this movie's a piece of shit, and I didn't <laughs> like it. I, I enjoyed those comments only for the, the safe factor of, I know, it, it, it glorifies the idea that there are humans out there that have an emotional response similar to mine when I very first wake up in the morning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was one person in particular that, that put like, oh, you know, I loved it. You know, it's definitely in my top ten. And a person replied like, you're wrong. It's not even in the top whatever. And, and I, was yeah. like, I was like, you can't. And I replied to him. I was like, dude, I was like, you can't do that. You can't. That's literally, you can't tell you can't, someone what their top ten is. Yeah, you yeah. can't yeah. tell them that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't. Uh, you can't bullshit state of preference. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> you know, it's if I was to sit here and say Captain Marvel is in my top five favorite Marvel movies, you guys would be like, "Wrong." I don't agree. It's not <laughs> yeah. in my yeah. top five. I guarantee you, if we all wrote down our top five or top ten Marvel movies, they'd be very different. We probably would all have very yeah, different, yeah. very very different opinions. Um, I think we've actually done that. But, uh, I have difficulty with that. That's really at this point. Yeah, there's so many movies. <laughs> I um, but yeah, long and short of it, like I had fun. Um, I enjoyed Brie Larson in the role. Uh, I know some people were saying like, oh, she just kind of like stands back and smirks all the time. I'm like, that's fine. You wanted her to smile. <laughs> yeah, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, um, Sam Jackson was a treasure. Oh yeah, he was, and like I see a lot of people saying like, "Oh, he was acting a lot." That wasn't Nick Fury. He's acting out of character. I'm like, it's a younger that, Nick Fury. Exactly. Like, that that was the fantastic thing. It's like you you seen Nick Fury before he became Nick Fury. Like he, you seen him when like he's still like his his level of life was like still at a normal you know point. The, uh, and then he got thrown into the shit in this movie, and it was like, holy shit, there's fucking aliens and shit. Yeah. And then yeah. and then you see like the remin- uh the residents of. The Nick Fury to come at the very end of the movie. Yeah, and I was like, "That's that's and oh my god, perfect." Can we talk about that de aging? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure that's where all the CG budget went. Yeah, no shit. Seamless, <laughs> like there's parts uh, where where uh, the cat does his thing, and I'm like, "That CG did not look good." Yeah, and then I was, I was like, like "But Nick Fury like, looks yeah. really good." There's so much you can do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, but we said the same thing about uh, Black Panther. There was CG yeah. in that movie that was like. Yeah, wonky. Really, like, mostly the, I, uh, end, the end stuff. Like, when he was doing that slow-mo flip in the air, and I was just like, man, you can really tell that's were you not? Were you not down here earlier when I, I he said... He wasn't here. Oh, okay. He the exact same thing. Yeah, I said I that like- I, the, the CG budget is kind of, like, uh, dwindling with these Marvel movies. Like, it's not... I, I don't know if it's, like, some sort of, you know, accounting thing. Like, uh, obviously, Avengers look really good. Like, yeah. everything in Avengers look, you know, spot on. But I these think, newer movies are kind with, of dialing back the CG budget. I think with, like, like a, a Captain Marvel and a Black Panther, you can't throw... Two, you can't throw like Avenger type money at it because you don't know, especially because they're the first movies. Right, but you Iron Man looked good. Yeah, there's parts in Iron Man now. I went back Wait, and watched the it. newer Iron Mans or Iron Man. Iron Man One. Iron Man One. Yeah, uh-huh. there's parts in that that. Watch your tongue. Stan no, Winston. <laughs> Stan Winston Studios. There, there were parts where we were watching it 
where like there was part of me that was like, oh, that looks a little. There's like, yeah, but that's ten years old. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I'm like starting to look a little, little dated. Like these movies look dated, and they just came out in certain areas. Uh, there's one part actually. Uh, the CG flaws up. I can't remember what part it is in the first Iron Man, and you actually see like one of the armor parts like go inside the other armor. <laughs> part. Uh, and they, clipping there. Yeah, they never cla- caught it in uh, post. Um, huh. That's funny. There was Stephanie. She she hopped down. She wanted to go on. I think it was like Reddit or something like that. Or, no, Tumblr, not Reddit. Tumblr. Tumblr it was. She's like wanted to see. She's like, oh, I want to see what people are posting about Captain Marvel. The the response on the Tumblr was crazy positive. People yeah. posting stuff. So, so many. I, they, Tumblr I love, is ninety nine percent women. I think. Yes. yes. So target demographic. Yeah. yeah. Um. Go go where the target demographic is, and you'll never be unhappy. Yeah. yeah. The uh, there was something that posted like I didn't know how much I needed Nick Fury singing Mister Postman. <laughs> And I was like, hey, yeah, that's, that's fine. You, you said something to us, the other, or to me, I don't know if you said it to Jeff, about somebody that you talked to said that Nick Fury and um, the cat were the best things in the movie. Yeah. I would have to strongly agree with it. <laughs> I did. I, I liked that um, that section of the story. I think you put that dynamic in any movie. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, especially you put the, the cat let's, in any movie. Uh, and I think it's going to steal the show. Uh, let's just say that I, I didn't have any... Uh, emotional response to Carol Danvers and anything that was going on with uh, her. But when Jude Law had the cat by the scruff of the neck, I freaked out. <laughs> like, I was just like, no! Fuck you, Elfie! <laughs> um, oh, uh, one more thing I'm going to throw out here, and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I murder. I think personally, and I know I, I, I've talked to other people and they agree, everything that's that happened in the movie... Was very predictable. Yes, like I, I tagged Jude Law as the as the actual oh, yeah. villain, like the, the back in the Switch first trailer. Thing. Yeah, That's thing I, like I, I think I think Marvel is it. Does Marvel do that a lot? No, the, the last big room? time they did it was uh, Iron Man three, and that. Was well, like they've done villain reveals, like oh, and he's the villain, like yeah. they did uh, Ego in Guardians two. Yeah, yeah, okay. But that uh, was really predictable. I mean, did anyone not realize that he was going to be the villain in the movie going into it? I thought that uh, with. With this one, when and we're getting into spoiler territory now, with the scrolls, mm-hmm. when Talos started like, oh, you know, we're just refugees, and I was like, okay, he's gonna, this is a, this yeah. is a ploy, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna do the turn, or it's just kind of, and then like when it, when they got to the space station, I was like, okay, this is where it's gonna happen, <laughs> and it didn't happen. I was like, oh, yeah, well, I, all right. I was actually rubbed the wrong way about that. Yeah, filthy scrolls, man. Yeah. They made them the good guys. Yeah, They're scum. I was like, no. <laughs> See, I was and, people and, are and, a bunch of scrollers. And here, here's where I, where my wishful thinking came in turn. I go, well, you know, they could leave and then like reorganize the numbers and then come back and try to take it over. Well, I mean, there's different groups of scrolls. Yeah, there's, there's good yeah. scrolls, bad scrolls. So <laughs> there are no good scrolls. There have been good scrolls. Never. It's all a scroll plot. I think there's still. <laughs> I think there's still room if they ever want to go back down. If they want to go towards the secret invasion route, oh, I hope not. That. Story Come on! So there's still, you know, there's still room. I, I don't know. I think the ship might. I think there is still room, but I don't think they're going to. I think the only way they could is, like I just said, like yeah. they go, they regain their numbers, and then they come back to invade. Like, haha, idiot! Gotcha, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> or um, the bad something schools. happens. No, something <laughs> happens with Talos and his daughter that makes her bitter. By the time, like, if we got to another Captain Marvel, they want to set in present, she would be an adult. Mm-hmm. Something makes her bitter towards humans or planet Earth, and well, it is a shithole. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. No, I, I was trying to think of other I, oh, points. I know. Um, I really actually liked how different Ronin was in this too. He was like much more cold and methodical and calculating. He's you. 
There, it was a young Ronan. Yeah. And, and he wasn't drooling blue stuff out of his mouth. <laughs> I was thrown sideways by that because I, I was pumped to like Have even see. about purifying stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, I, I liked how his, his getup was more of classic Ronan from the comic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. I like that. And I was like, but he's not like all. <laughs> well, in the comics, he was pretty cold and. Yeah, insane, very, so. very robotic uh-huh. in a sense. Um, that was another thing. There wasn't really. I mean, like. I wasn't a big bad in the movie because they did the whole switcheroo villain thing. I'm more. I was more mad about uh, not enough Coulson. Yeah, it's a, it's a character that I love. He's he's aged very well, by the way. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, you only oh. have so much de aging budget. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like you, you threw him in the trailers and you teased me, and I was just like, yeah, Coulson, cool. It was basically a cameo, and it was a ca- yeah, it was a cameo, you and I was like, like oh man, and then like. I, I knew I knew what was happening as soon as they said something about him being a rookie. I was like, "Damn it! Yeah. It's going to be like two scenes, and that's it." And, uh, and I was right. It was like <laughs> it was two, three scenes. There was some cool aspects that I don't know if you guys caught, but there was a lot of nods to Pulp Fiction. Like what? Like uh, it's more of like film shots. Like you would uh, you would have to. Uh, there's there's the uh, I call I call it the um, side mirror camera shot where it's the passenger. And then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the um, all he needed was a camera shot from the view of inside of a car trunk. I know. I was kind of <laughs> waiting for it. I was like, oh, Pulp Fiction. And I think the only reason I connected it was because Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was uh, when what's his face, the head scroll was like sipping on the on the thing. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, I was like, straight out of Pulp I was like, that, is that Pulp Fiction too? <laughs> And there, I, there was another one too. I can't. I can't remember what what it was. It, it slipped. It slipped. Uh, 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 it slipped my mind. <laughs> Just a <laughs> <laughs> it was an aneurysm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but I did like the nods to Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it was a uh, the overabundance of '90s references. Yes, was crazy. I was like, wow! I didn't know how many we could shove in like a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of them. I just, just like wanted to make sure you, it, it, you knew what you took place really, in yeah, 1994. Yeah. Really, in the 90s? I thought it was 95. Uh, well, I said 94, 95. One of the two. But with the cameo with uh, Stanley's cameo, he was reading the script for Mars. Oh, right. Yeah. Did it come out in 94? Yeah. So it wouldn't have been like 93. Yeah, it would be like '93. Holy crap! Or early '94. But then there's the the, I was was just about to say, like (laughs) I think a lot of the tracks were released, and I know you said that Nirvana didn't release on vinyl until you know '96. You know what's funny is we got home and we're sitting there watching TV, and I'm like scrolling through my phone. I hop on YouTube. I'm I'm scrolling through suggested videos, Mm -hmm. and what pops up in my suggested videos? No doubt, I'm just a girl. Okay. Ooh, that's scary. That isn't it? (laughs) Fucking weird. Because that was one of the things that Steph talked about, like. And it was kind of, you know, seeing it with, you know, a girl. Yeah. She was like, oh, she's like, I really like that part. I was like, yeah, that part seemed a little heavy-handed. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she yeah. She was like, no, she's like, I, I really liked it. I was like, yeah, it's her own. Never, oh, never, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> never, never in my life that I think, man, I want to do a fight scene with no doubts. I'm just a girl playing. <laughs> it worked well. It did, Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I was just kind of like, it just, I was like, it happened and I go. All right, really? <laughs> That's kind of that was kind of my really? reaction. Like, like, I was like you just you just spent two weeks telling me there's no feminist agenda with this movie, and everything is saying feminist agenda. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, God damn you! Like, what? Stop lying to me and just be straightforward. Say this is for girls, guys. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be good. Uh, the movie made 153 million this weekend. Ooh. 
made over uh, worldwide. It made about four hundred fifty-five billion or million. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it is etching close to the one billion mark already, though. That's wild. Well, you know, um, it'd be a huge hit. What's funny is the uh, oh. there was there were some people videos popping up on YouTube and the people that were rooting for the movie to fail, uh-huh. which I don't know why you would ever waste your efforts on rooting. Because they don't have goals in life, Mike. Well, I know. <laughs> People are bitter. But now they're, like, making excuses or they're, you know, somebody was telling like, oh, it's the lowest audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But forgetting the you, fact to look at it and be like, it has just as much audience score as the entire run of Infinity War. I will say that... Uh, so that doesn't... That doesn't jive. <laughs> right. I will say that um, this this whole ordeal with people going after this movie. I'm glad it's done. Well, yeah. Well, I'm don't, glad the movie's out and it's over. Don't yeah, say that. Yeah. It can still go on. It, I know. That's what I'm... Part of me is concerned. Sequel too. Well, part of me is concerned that this is going to bleed over into Endgame. Oh, you know it will. Especially I, depending on how heavy of a role she plays in it. Right. Um, but it really kind of showed how, uh, in my opinion, how these systems favor the Disney family-oriented kind of deals. Oh, yeah. Uh, because... Wonder Woman got a lot of the same hate, along with Justice League. Justice League had a campaign of people going out. Black Panther had the same mm-hmm. thing going out, and it didn't get hit down until this one. Yeah, you know, you, you didn't see YouTube changing its fucking algorithm for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you hear about the uh, Alex Jones algorithm conspiracy on YouTube? Oh no! I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell from YouTube. I'll tell you afterwards. I don't. I don't know how he's getting through. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you after we're done. Transmission piggybacking <laughs> off of. Uh, um, Puppy video. Um, Jeff. Yes. How did you feel <laughs> when they swapped the sex of Marvel? Uh, to be honest, I was kind of sad because Marvel. I always liked Marvel a lot. I mean, it wasn't world shattering, but I also thought it'd be cool to have the original Marvel with all his powers and everything. Yeah, I liked this Marvel. She was interesting. I liked her more as the supreme intelligence. Yeah. She was really cool as the supreme intelligence. I did not know anything about... I didn't even know there was a supreme intelligence. Like, I was completely stupid to that angle. Um, But I was was kind of like... I don't remember when I realized it, but I was rubbed the wrong way. I was like... I wish you would have kept that normal. Like, I wish you would have kept it. Like, why? Why did it have to be changed? Also, it's such a small like part. Sixty years old and a fighter pilot <laughs> that would wreck your organs. Um, and not the whole tesseract thing. Yeah, that was weird. So she's like powered by the tesseract, or I mean, it, like she Scarlet just, Witch just, got her powers from the. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's un, unfeasible. It's, I I don't get it. Like, is it, it is her powers directly from tech? Built off of the Tesseract? Uh, so, technically... Mario is a combination of the Tesseract and the uh, Tesseract yeah, stuff and, and the Kree blood transfusion and Kree and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and then here's here's the other thing I've been trying to figure out since I went and seen that movie. Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. Tesseract falls out of the plane into the ocean. Howard Stark finds Tesseract. Then we flash forward to this movie and now Captain Marvel has the test racked. Well, she was working for the government, but not on the S.H.I.E.L.D., so apparently... There's a lot of time frame between the two for yeah, stuff well, to happen. It seems like S.H.I.E.L.D. got some defunding between the uh, between World War II and the 1990s, presumably because right. nothing crazy had happened until then. Maybe. So maybe that's how the government took direct control of the Tesseract, and that's how Marvel was able to experiment on it and make the faster-than-light engine prototype. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Okay, that's more than I had. <laughs> I was I was sitting here going, ah. that, that's me spitballing. I mean, I don't think you're really supposed to dig that deep into it, but that's 
well, you know, look at their fucking fan base. It's us nerds. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was one of those, it was one of those, uh, deals where I walked out and it was, uh, head scratcher. It was the head scratcher, just like the, <laughs> the, the wrong date in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. I was like, what? Wait a minute. But that's a good theory. I think that's a solid theory that, that the government gave it to her and then now Captain Marvel gave it back to her. Or she stole it. That could, yeah, it could be. Yeah, but that was something. That would, I would love that. <laughs> I would have liked to see that. Like, I would have liked to see Marvel steal the Tesseract. Hell yeah. But yeah, it was a Marvel movie. It'll be contentious for all time because of stupid reasons. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad movie. I probably wouldn't give it a repeat watch, but I'm watching with my buddy because he hasn't seen it yet. Well, that you're a sweet friend. Yes. It's obviously <laughs> going to be added into my collection. <laughs> Unlike Aquaman. I would like, um, I don't know. It was good. It was what, right. did, what did you think of the kitty cat? Eh, I mean, it was all right. <laughs> I'm not a big cat person. So like after like the fourth or fifth cat joke. Although I did laugh pretty hard when they put the muzzle on the uh, flirting. So <laughs> and I did like uh, when he scratched Big Fury's eye. He's like, oh, you know, a lot of people are mad. I, I mean, I, I thought it was stupid, but I laughed anyways. Like, like I, I guess it's something. I get, I get the point of a, you know, a trolley type joke where you think that he lost his eye in some cool badass man getting his eye scratched by a weird yeah. cat. Yeah. I liked, I did like when uh, he's like, oh, it's just a scratch. I'll be fine. And the scrolls are like, you know, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, I actually uh, no no shit. Uh, I was at Target the other day and I found a Marvel Legends uh, Nick Fury with the cat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bought that shit. I totally bought. He that looked shit. cool with a full head of hair. I didn't know he had a full head of hair in the nineties. Uh, he had his. Uh, I know in the Negotiator he had like a like a widow's peak. He had hair yeah. in uh, Die Hard. Yeah, he had, yeah, he, oh, he had hair. He had hair in Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's right. And it wasn't Jerry Curley. What did you think of the kitty, Mike? I enjoyed it. I could tell when it was CG and when it wasn't. I yeah, yeah. Much. There was, I mean, even parts. There were certain parts where stuff is like, Ew, yeah, that's kind of weird. We, uh, that's just how a flurkin looks normally, guys. <laughs> we started calling our orange cat flurkin. <laughs> don't do that, man. I was like, don't get flurkin on me. <laughs> I told. I started Seth, using it as a verb. I, I told. I was. We were talking. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was kind of bummed they they took the rocket flurkin dynamic from the yeah. and use it in this movie because now it's like oh, I feel like it would have worked so much better. It would with uh, with rocket. But it could, you could still use it. In a sense, you could. Because yeah. like, but the whole the whole joke in the joke is that they don't know, right? That yeah. it, that they're right that it is something that's uh, uh, not a kitty cat. cat. Yeah. yeah, or maybe all cats can do that. We just didn't know. Oh man, <laughs> um, got two at home right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do it when you don't give them treats on time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell yeah. We've exhausted our I, I mean I I don't I feel like I'm kind of fighting an uphill battle. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like never give up. Like I Like you guys are the you guys are on the, the, the side of like I liked it but I have more negative things to say. That's true. And I'm on the side that I like it and I really don't have anything negative to say. So I am outnumbered by two people that have more negative things to say than positive and, and I mean like I said, I I didn't really say see a problem with Brie Larson in the role. Like I liked her, I find her very charming and enjoyable um yes exactly that's exactly i found her very enjoyable um the dynamic between her and fury was good i almost wish there was more of that buddy cop i will i will uh, say this dynamic there was nothing wrong with any of the cast it was the writing for me some people said it was the writing some people said it was the directors the directing 
I can. I blame the writing. I felt like I could use more action and maybe a better big bad. It wasn't really a big bad in the movie. And if just like a Phase One Marvel movie. Well, they had that. At least they had like the Destroyer armor and. Uh, well, like, and like uh, I remember, like the one point of contention a lot of people had, like Iron Man and Iron Man Two, was that like the villains were like not even there. Yeah, like they were just they were just. And like I can see where this has, like I said, it has the feeling of like an Iron Man Two almost, where it's there to kind of just connect the dots. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what a lot of what Iron Man Two, Thor, and, and Captain America, Captain America were the big thing. Like that's like the first Captain America left a bad taste in my mouth because of that. Uh, it was like you watch it, and you're like, okay, these are just here to kind of fill the to get you to Avengers. Well, making point. a fuckload of money. Well, <laughs> making a shit ton of money in doing so. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, this is kind of what this is. It was kind of it's there to introduce you to Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and to just kind of be that bridge, you know, that fills in the gap from that post credit scene in Infinity War to when she shows up in Endgame. Yeah. Yes. Which was one of the post credit yeah. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, the post credit scenes are really disappointing. I felt well. I laughed at the cat. Yeah, the cat. Yeah, that one, that one. I wasn't disappointed with. I mean, just like literally, she just shows up. I'm here, and then you know, it was a. Uh, it was. I, I like. Did we think she wasn't gonna fucking show up? It was. I. I didn't know how to feel about it. Because <laughs> like, the the beeper stops doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, oh, let's just redo it, and they all turn around, and like she's right there. Like as soon as it stopped doing it, I was like, oh, she's. They're gonna turn around. Yeah, and she's gonna be there, and like it happened. I was like. Why is everything so like? Why? Like, I, I, that intro I wish could have been uh, a little better. Maybe a little, unfortunately a you have the you have the Russo to make for that. Really? Yeah, that's that's a, a clip from Endgame. That's a clip is from it? It. Oh, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's why the color grade was like that then. Mm-hmm. Like gray color, just grade. like they did with uh, Ant Man, and they had a clip from Civil War at the end. Oh. With Bucky when he's uh. Oh Anthony, yeah, Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans are talking. I know a guy. Yeah, that's that was uh, that was the Russo's too. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it fits better inside in game. That's what she said. Or like with that one, with uh, the Ant Man one, we had a different perspective of the show. It was a it was a different cut. Yeah. So it might be a different cut. Yeah. In I the actual so. movie, and, and this is just like a a tease, a little yeah. Taste. Um, there's probably no. There's probably their score. The crowd. Yeah. The crowd. I, I remember. Did it have a score? I thought you said something. It had. Well, it. That's the thing. It had. <laughs> it, it had a score and it had a soundtrack, which is like a, a home run hit for me. I love when the two are combined. Yeah, me too. But I think there was too much soundtrack. Like I was. I was just kind of like, okay. And then I started to hear the pattern in the soundtrack, until it broke when uh, Nirvana played. And I think there was like one somewhere in the middle, though. A lot of movies, a lot of Marvel movies, don't have memorable scores. Some do. Yeah. Not a lot, though. Like, and I know you're gonna, Avengers yeah. has a memorable score. I'm yeah. trying to remember, but Civil maybe War Iron Man memorable score. Iron Man one and two. Iron Man, but I mean we, Iron Man three too. Iron Man three was pretty good too. Yeah. That was uh, that was uh Brian Taylor. Places. Um, Tom Morello actually did uh, help produce the score of Iron Man one and two. Hmm. Tom Morello from Rage Against Machine. I didn't Nobody know that. Yep. Was he the one? Who... He was the one playing guitar and shit. Oh. Yeah, he did all the car- guitar I'm, for one I'm and two. Learning so much. Um, ah, there was something I was gonna say about the about Captain Marvel. It's skewed off. I don't remember what it is now. It was something good though. I feel like it was something good. I feel like it was. A, I'm excited to see what she can do in uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Now that they have her insane power set, like she can just fucking crash through gigantic ships. Mm-hmm. 
you know, dust her shoulder off afterwards. I did, uh, I did like, a, at the end, um, I thought it was a very subtle bit of thing to show when it's her and um, Jubal's character, what's his name? Uh, That's a fine question. Free Batty. When, uh, you know, he's telling her, like, when they had their final stare down, she just kind of blasts him and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And she just kind of drags him. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool because here's this character who has all this power. She could have easily just killed him there. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Like, that's kind of cool as you have a character that has all this power and they can show mercy. She did kill plenty of scrolls, though, didn't she? It was also a callback to the very beginning of the movie with them sparring. And it felt like a callback to Indiana Jones. <laughs> the guy with the sword, he's just like, you yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder what happened with her so that she stopped um, reacting on an emotional level with her powers. She had a... Because that was the big thing. It's like she started... She was reacting emotional while they were sparring. And then, again... Well, I think that was a... I think the fact that she was able to harness her emotions, maybe, because she destroyed... Maybe because she found out who she was. Yeah. And that's... Uh, discovery and whatnot. The, uh... I'm glad that the movie didn't take a turn, or didn't take a book, like a, a tech, like a page from, like, normal origin stories where we didn't start off with her as the pilot and then to go through her as the pilot and then she gets the amnesia and then we do this. I like this, the structure of how they did it. Uh-huh. I think it could have been done better. Yeah. In a sense, like where you kind of knew what, like you said, pretty well, you knew where everything's going. So there wasn't, yeah. aside from maybe a couple of things, there really wasn't any big revelations from these flashbacks. Like uh-huh. you knew that she was from earth. You knew that she was a pilot. You knew that she was taken by the creep. That could have been done a little bit better. If I, if I'm here to, to speak objectively yes. about the movie. Like, yeah, there's things that could have been better, but overall, I liked it, and I'm, I'm going to go see it again. But it was a, I had fun, and that's all. If I have fun in a movie, you're aces. <laughs> like, that's that's all I want. If I can shut my brain off and have a fun time, even if it doesn't blow my socks off, you've done your job for me. Hell yeah. I had to agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still trying to remember what you were going to say? I still am. I really, I, I, I really am. I'm struggling here. Uh, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos was fantastic. Uh, Who knew that uh, fucking Squirrels had a Cockney accent? He was... <laughs> that actor, like... There's a few things I've seen him in, and every time I see him, he always is kind of... Uh, he, he puts forth a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I, I when never would have thought they would have made a Squirrel comedic relief for the film. I know. It's so strange. So sideways. Yeah. I didn't hate it though. <laughs> I talked. I talked with John a little bit texting, and he said that he liked. He loved the scrolls in it. Uh, he's a fucking scroll sympathizer. I, oh! <laughs> I enjoyed the scrolls too, and uh, I thought it was a like I said. It, for all the flack we're getting for being predictable, when they did the thing and you the, with the turn of the scrolls, you find out. But you're in your mind. You're like, okay, they're gonna turn. Like this is this is just kind of trying to trying to work her emotions and get her to you know. You know I never got that uh, feeling watching it. I, yeah, it was like when they had the little powwow inside the house, I said, no, you ain't. <laughs> and then when the powwow kind of, uh, when, when uh, Jude Law's character came, you know, to Earth, I was like, you are. <laughs> You're making the scrolls into the, the, the victim. Yeah. And I was like, everything I've taught all my younger <laughs> people, they're going to call me a liar. Because <laughs> when they see this movie, they're going to be like, scrolls aren't bad. I'll be like, bitch. Bitch, you better. They can take your shape. <laughs> oh, that no. Ah, ha ha. 
<laughs> when the it? when the scrolls changed uh-huh. uh, into you know whoever they were copying, I was like, that is the, one of the coolest transformations I've ever seen. Yeah, that looked really good. Like I was like, that was awesome. Like just everything that like how it almost like looked like it was turning itself inside out and then mm-hmm. into something new. I was like, that was amazing. Yeah, maybe that was all their CG budget. Um, I know, and two, I know, I believe Kevin Feige has said that doesn't mean we've seen the last of the scrolls. That's what I'm saying. But it probably means we've seen the last of the scrolls. <laughs> I, I want I, I would like to see them again, but evil. Evil the one with the Fantastic Four superpowers. Please. Ooh, super scroll. Oh yeah, mm. what a power set! It's disgustingly overpowered. <laughs> I am just happy that we have scrolls and Kree together I, uh, again to hate each other and kill each other in the Marvel. <laughs> Which is uh, that's that's a weird aspect. Like coming out of this movie, and then we knew that uh, the Kree Empire calls you know peace, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now I now I want to know from point A. To be the story in there. Well, I mean, the Kree, uh, Ronan was a renegade. Yeah. But so they haven't really explained what the Kree government's like in any kind of detail whatsoever. Didn't, uh, wasn't, um, Yandu, didn't they say he was like a Kree slave soldier or something? Ooh, I don't know. I have to, I have to go back and listen. Was it the Kree? I can't remember for sure now. Is Yandu a Kree? He's blue. Teeth, wow. Not all blue people are the same. <laughs> Thank yes, you. they are. They're all ruled by a supreme intelligence and they have weird eyes. It's probably the lead singers of Eiffel 65. <laughs> Thank you. Someone finally brought the song up. The song that was in Iron Man 3. Oh, oh yeah. Holy shit. It was. It was. They shot their water early on that one. <laughs> it was all foreshadowing. <laughs> it's all out there, man. Try to connect the dots. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's an alright movie. I uh, I I agree with Mike. I enjoyed um, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. Yeah, she was good. I mean, like, I just don't like. I'll, I'll, it was I'll, a character that I was desperate to see. Yeah, in a movie made. Of. I'll reiterate the fact that like I don't blame any of the cast. I don't even blame no. the director, the DP, none of that. Like, I bring I blame the writing. Yeah, I blame the writing for sure. Like, and the script could have been better. It was just it was one of those things that like. I, personally, like me, I, I don't like the whole uh, searching for myself, both metaphorically and literally. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like those type of deals, like even uh, Memento, which is like critically mm-hmm. acclaimed cult film. I don't like this. Didn't even make sense. I did. I didn't like the story, but I liked how it was shot. Yeah, and, it was really interesting. But like, if you watch it, how does he remember that he has that? Uh... I, head injury. I can't even tell you. It's been it's been a long time since I've watched <laughs> like that. Like, if he has no memory, he shouldn't be able to remember that he had a head injury. Maybe he has a tattoo of, like, somebody holding their head. <laughs> but it's just you underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a Captain America popcorn tent and... Captain Marvel? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, and America. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever eat a popcorn out of it? Yeah, I ate it during the movie. Wait, well, like, the Marvel or the America? Yeah, well, Oh no! I don't. I don't eat popcorn at home. What? No, that's crazy. No. <laughs> Is it no. uh, time we do our ratings? Let's do it. Yeah. Who's, uh, who, who's gonna go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Like, I felt like the um female empowerment aspect of it got a little heavy-handed at times. Like Spice World, heavy-handed. Yeah, <laughs> Spice World is an amazing film. I will have to beg the difference on that one. <laughs> you, I have a copy of it. You just null and voided every rating and opinion you ever wrong. had. You're both wrong. That's a great film. I will watch it and review it a hundred times over. Is that, uh, 
be your next podcast every oh, episode yeah. the review of Spice World. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> next Spice cast. Guess what we're reviewing? <laughs> he does it in a different persona every time. <laughs> yeah. Different perspective. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at this movie today through the eyes of Baby Spice. <laughs> Say I'll be looking through... The character journey she did. <laughs> be looking through the eyes of Alan Rickman. <laughs> Man, you Not Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman was in that? Alan Cummings. Alan Cummings. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say Alan Rickman. Why Sorry, are you Spice Girls. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you want to be my lover, <laughs> he could play Posh Spice. You well, got to get to work, my friend. We're all we're all terrible at Alan Rickman yeah, impersonators. No. Oh, like yeah. in my head, I was after, like, I could do this. I was like, <laughs> after after hearing Tom Hiddleston and uh, uh, Cumberbatch do theirs, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna try. <laughs> And then and yet you did. here I am. And you saw what happened. Anyways, Captain Marvel, what's your rating? Pretty good. I wouldn't give it a repeat viewing, I don't think. Like, but, but you are. are. <laughs> but I will. That's because he's a good friend. Thank you. Um, I guess I'll give it 6.5 Russian bots out of 10. <laughs> Is that like the the first rating that didn't have anything to do like, physically <laughs> do with the movie? It might so. do. <laughs> um, what's funny about that is uh, I didn't know this. But if, if you're looking for, like, a proper audience rating for movies, the most reliable thing to do is... Uh, Just see it yourself. Well, that and uh, CinemaScore. Because CinemaScore oh. is the only one that actually pulls people as they are exiting the movie. That's a good idea, because I don't trust film critics. Well, that and when you have, like, an online thing, like, oh, leave your reviews, you can have... You're susceptible to people who didn't even see the movie. You know what else is a reliable? Either taking it or saying that they like it. Or, you know what else is a reliable source that does the exact same thing? Your own opinion. <laughs> the Three Wise Men. That's true. <laughs> is it better than Space Jam? Yep. <laughs> they it's very pull, clean cut. They, 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 pull, they pull people right as soon as they're walking in and out of the theater. Isn't that right, Mike? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they got me when we were walking into Aquaman, and I was really excited. I wish they would have got me when I was walking out, because they would have talked to a totally different person. Yeah. Talk to a bitter human being coming out of it. Uh, uh, who? You, you, you want to go no, next? No, no, you were, no. By all means, go next. Okay. You would go next. <laughs> um, though, I did not enjoy the writing of it. Everything else I had no real issues with. Um, I do agree with Jeff that it was... Very heavy-handed at moments, and I, I was compelling that you're telling me one thing, but then showing me another, mm-hmm. so someone's lying here. Um, and I'm glad you're mocking me with your hand right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to make your hand do something else, Elliot. <laughs> you don't got to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I have been thinking about this since Thursday, and I cannot decide. So... I give Captain Marvel an A, <laughs> a six or seven Florkin tentacles <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> it's hard to count those tentacles; they were moving so fast. There was ten. <laughs> um, I too was was thinking about since Thursday. I was like, where? And then I realized I tend to give things a lot of the same rating, but it just makes it mean that much more when I do something that's much lower, or if I do something that's much higher. Mm-hmm. I usually stay like because. Like I said, not every movie is, although it should aspire to blow your socks off, not every movie is going to. And when the bar consistently gets set higher and higher and higher and like higher. Like your love? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so much harder for a superhero origin movie to grab your attention. And I think we're almost past the stage of wanting to watch superhero origins where they almost feel like a chore sometimes, like this, like Doctor Strange, yes. you know. I would, yeah, I would say anything past the A list. Yeah, like it's just kind of like, eh. 
Like that's why I think why one of the reasons why people love Black Panther so much. It was an origin movie, but it kind of wasn't an origin movie it because just showed. he was already <laughs> Black Panther. It just yeah. expanded his world, and right. just and I think in I mean uh, almost to do an origin story though, you'd have to do like a Captain Marvel yeah. type thing. But yeah, you have to go really way back, like when the vibranium hit the uh, plains of Africa, <laughs> which thousands of years. Which yeah. one day they, like that. which one day they could show in a later movie, you know, yeah. as a as a you know opening how Thor sometimes would show, yeah, uh, yeah, things, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that were like a Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. They completely skipped over the order. Oh like, yeah, you know what? We fucking know how we got it. We know he's Peter Parker. We know he's there. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like for him, it's easier to do than for a character like Captain Marvel, especially since she's a legacy character. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's another one. Origin movie, but didn't feel at all like an origin movie. They pretty much got Peter Quill, how he got there, within the first five minutes. Yeah. And bam. It was really well done. We're yeah. off. James Gunn, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Only he'd lay <laughs> off the social media. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a mid-tier for me. Mid-tier, upper mid-tier Marvel movie. Right in the middle of the pack. Uh, I would... Uh, be very confident in giving it a six and a half out of ten Stan Lee cameos. <laughs> I like how we sounded so different, but we all basically gave the same Yeah. <laughs> um, does that say a lot about our personalities? I think it does. <laughs> that we can be objective and still think the movie's good? Yeah. Well, I, I would say, like, you know, more of like a glass... Like, I'm more, more of a glass half full. Yeah. I'm more of a half I'm a Mac. I'm a PC. <laughs> you do not call me Justin Long. I will fight you <laughs> I think I would be the Mac. <laughs> It's, I guess yeah. it's on your perspective of which, which is better. Are yeah. you a just half glass Justin Long or a dumpy PC person type of person? Also, uh, Stanley Cameo, I think, is like at least top five. Oh, that was probably my favorite ever. Like, I, I love was, it. I was, I was very touched that there was the Mallrats yeah. deal. So it was Kevin Smith? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Yes, I've seen his post of his watery eyes. I was really hoping when he was reading lines he'd mention something about uh, superhuman genitals, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think what got it for me was, like, I liked that part, but I also liked how, like, there's that little piano that plays, like, just very soft piano, and it's like, mm-hmm. it just kind of makes it all the more uh, poignant. Since, yeah. Since he's fucking dead. Stop it. <laughs> I think they said they got a couple more cameos left. Yeah. They're going to start doing, like... Creepy CG cameos. I hope not. No, there's a petition for uh, Deadpool to take over. Yeah, yeah, which I'm all about. I signed that bitch, by the way. Yeah. I signed it. I think everybody should go sign it because it's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Would you say the movie is a Rotten Tomatoes 53 percent worthy mm, no. No. audience score? 65. Uh, little little <laughs> dribble of information. Uh, IMDb uh, for Marvel movies, the average is roughly about seven to seven point five. That doesn't sound far off from what we did. Yeah. There. I was pretty surprised by that, actually. I was like, whoa. I guess people can be objective about it, too. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing wrong about being objective. It's when you decide to throw in hate-mongering that and it's yeah, a problem. That's when it, you know, like I said, like it's no problem if you didn't like the movie, but when you're actively going out to tell yeah. people that their opinions are wrong or how to tell people how much you didn't like it because you're a stomping child because, you know, the trolls tried. They tried really hard to sabotage this movie. I almost applaud them. It's probably the most hard work they ever put in their lives. <laughs> and the, the neckbeard, Cheeto-fingered basement dwellers... Hey, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> they failed spectacularly. Here's the soapbox Mike was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I they, will say that uh, this episode, how we spoke objectively, and even, like you said, you, you, it was two against one, but you didn't, bat, you didn't shut up. You didn't, you know, you didn't, I uh, didn't concede. Yeah. 
Um, it is a lost art in this country to be able to sit down and talk objectively without being at each other's throats. Oh, you're not kidding, man. That's there's a couple times I wanted to slit Jeff's throat. <laughs> I get that from a lot of people. And I think if there's anything that anybody takes away from this episode of Kapowcast is to try to talk objectively without mm-hmm. having an emotional response. Hell yeah. And I mean... Because it'll better the world yes, if you can do it'll, that. It'll give you a deeper understanding of people, of yourself. Soapbox, baby! <laughs> and honestly, if you don't like something, just move on. Just move on, man. You know, just... We didn't like Aquaman. Yeah. We moved on. And we said good for him that it's doing so well. Like, yeah. this movie wasn't my cup of tea particularly, but I'm not mad that it's doing well. Nope. Movies are subjective. Yeah. Yep. There is no basis or unit of measurement to tell you this is the greatest movie of all time. It's all opinion. Yeah. And yours can differ from mine, and mine can differ from yours, and his and hers, and this and that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. and we just move but on. if you can talk about it realistically without stomping your feet and going, no, I disagree. It was the <laughs> worst movie ever. How could you possibly like that? It's called an emotional response. Yeah. And that's when everything goes to hell. And I mean, that was me with Hereditary. And Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about that one, man. Yeah. But no, like with Hereditary, that was a movie that everybody loved, and I watched it, and I was like, Get it? <laughs> yeah, I, I just understand that. I don't get it. That and was me with Bird Box, I'm like, it was all right. Yeah, we watched Bird Box. We were like, yeah, man. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. <laughs> and once I was, I was just kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, uh, Aquaman. And I think Aquaman might have been the uh, the first movie, like new movie that we all went and seen. Came back and we're like, me. Yeah, I really didn't like yeah, it. Yeah. What did we score that? I think mine was in like around three or fours. I think I gave him maybe a five. I just had the greatest idea in the world. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make something up of every Kapowcast rating. Oh, good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and then we're gonna hang it up somewhere. You know, I feel like I give them higher ratings around here. Although most most of the time they don't vary that much, which is weird because I normally have the you know I have the most bad things to say about when I watch a movie. I guess it's like you said, it really shows how our personalities work. Yeah. Yeah, you can look at something objectively and you know find enjoyment out of it, but then also say there was a lot of things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Hence why we're the best comic review show ever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I think that'll and do it. And here come your plugs. <laughs> that'll do it for this week's edition of Kapowcast. Please be sure to check us out on the Podrose Podcasting Network. You can find our show and tons of other shows. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all of it. Spotify. Spotify. You name it, we're on it, baby. Um, be sure to check us out on Facebook. Yeah. Kapowcast 2015. Kapowcast 2015. Thank you. Um, March Madness, we're in the mist. Things are, get, things are getting gritty. Things are getting real hot. We've had some eliminations. Jeff's going to be real mad. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Punisher is gone. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's not the only person who's gone. <laughs> Who else? Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer you know, is gone. That's a hard beat, though, to be honest. I could see... That was against Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. yeah. I could see Doctor Strange winning against... That was a shock. I thought about something uh, after we did last week's uh, episode. Uh, you take Surfer's board away, and Surfer's powers are gone. Well, they're not gone, but... They're, they're gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, how do you take his board away? It's like a part of him. And speaking of which, I think... All of our Patreons are still in play, but Cody, I think, is down to one pick. All the, all, the, all the rest of his picks got oh, that sucks. knocked out. Um, but look, we got Doc, uh, let's see, Deadpool's going to be taking on Doctor Strange, which is another rematch from last year. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be Janelle versus Angel again. <laughs> Thor and Spider-Man, another rematch from last year. 
Uh, we got Captain America versus Scarlet Witch. Hold on, I'm trying to remember our Patreons. <laughs> Captain America versus Scarlet Witch. There's my sister and Janelle. Ooh. Uh, Captain Marvel and Iron Man. That's uh, Angel and Jeremy. It's Civil War Two, right there. It yeah, is. Hopefully, it turns out better. <laughs> we got uh, <clears throat> Superman versus Batman. That's both Jeremy. <laughs> so he wins. He doesn't give a shit. No, he can vote whatever. I see what he did there. <laughs> Power Girl and Shazam. That'd be a really fun fight to watch. Uh, I think that's. I think that might be um, nobody. I think Jeremy has Power Girl, doesn't he? The, I, he picked I, a bunch of heavy hitters. He did. He, did. he, <laughs> he played smart. I don't know where my phone. There's my phone. I think after this movie debuted, uh, Captain Marvel. She's eliminated. It's going to be doing pretty well. Yeah, I think I think uh, I'm a little worried about that actually because it, it. Well, Helen, I was I was much I was bat I was batting like a thousand in this thing until just the last couple days. Yeah, um, mine wasn't doing too good either. Specter and Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Specter is an atheist, so Lobo. Is <laughs> I love you, Eric. Uh, <laughs> And then it's uh, it's looking like it's going to be Flash versus Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Supergirl defeating Doctor Fate. Josh. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Totally blew. Totally blew my uh, pick <laughs> right there, right out the gate. I actually, you know what? Because I think I picked Doctor Fate, and then I just I had Jeff in my ear, and I was wow. like, not literally, but like I was just thinking just about what he said, like and I'm like, even though I picked, I picked, Doc- I'm going to vote Supergirl. Like, I see uh, where you're. Uh, I'm good at I see where you're. You, you, you lie in our friendships. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I said I see where you're. Uh, you lie in our friendships. I mean, to be fair, when it comes to voting, more people know who Supergirl is than they know who Doctor Fate is. Doctor Fate won last year, though. Against who? Supergirl. Really? Yep. How weird. I know. Well, Super the Supergirl was Supergirl show big last year. I guess it was. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe our fans just like me more. Must be it. That's it. I don't know. That Punisher one didn't say yet. <laughs> you see, they did that despite me. It's uh, fire and ice. We have a very rocky relationship. <laughs> Um, so we'll see. I'm very excited for the next round to start up. Um, Can we just put the Punisher back in? <laughs> no. At the end, just having face over wins. No. <laughs> Not at all. Listen, he's killed the entire Marvel universe, all right? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. So is Deadpool. See, there you go. Uh, Spectre Lobo. Who do you guys think is gonna go? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say Lobo. I'm kind of blown away that the Spectres made it this far. To mm-hmm. be honest, yeah, no, he's not a very He's the, the popularity. Uh, yeah, but I guess people probably wikied his uh, power set or something. Oh, quite shit. possible. <laughs> um, but I think I'm, I'm back in Spectre with me, that one. Me too. I don't I mean, Lolo's not even... He used to be a really popular guy in the 90s, but how many modern comic book fans really care about him that much? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go Spectre as well. Sorry, Cody. Uh, yeah. I, uh, with, with that being said, I'd like to thank our Patreons for both making this even more entertaining than... It was last year because you guys that sharing first the, match got over two hundred. Dude, that yeah. that first match I think was the one. Yeah, that was yeah the very first one. Yes. That we talked about. Yes. Oh yeah, the that Deadpool one. Wolverine. That one was hot, dude. Two hundred and fifty nine votes. Crazy hot. Like I'm just talking. Like I was I was getting messages and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Angel actually, <laughs> no bullshit. Angel made her post private. Because Janelle went on her post and tried to persuade her people commenting. Oh. Like, things were getting crazy at my house. I was just like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing in the world. Just imagine if more people would join in next yep, year. It's yep. so much fun. Hop on the train, baby. Now, now more than later. Now, Also, you might have a chance at other contests coming up. With other grand prizes. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen over here. (laughs) Um, And I will say, um, when somebody posts 
anti-Batman post. <laughs> I do take this as a personal attack. <laughs> and all I see are white flashes of rage. There you go. See, you're the problem. Emotion, yeah, emo- <laughs> emotional like, response again. This is why Batman can't lose in the comics. It is. <laughs> oh, well, let's see how we can wrap the plot around to make Batman win this one. I will do whatever it fucking takes to make him win. <laughs> Uh, so just remember, vote Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a matchup last year. I, think I it was. I think it got. The, uh, I don't know if it did or not. I think. Well, I I do remember campaigning for Batman pretty hard, but I have already. Uh, I think st- it's, it's strategically thought of people too. Oh come on! Sugar. You can't swing the votes like that. Why not? Everybody else does. Yeah. I don't. They got the Punisher around. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <it's>, I don't. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't find. I don't find people and like, hey. You know, I'll give you twenty bucks if you vote. Yeah, for oh, I don't, I don't do that. I just know people know. that hate Batman. That's true. I mean, but I think there's more people that hate Superman. Yeah, maybe it's cooler to hate Superman than it is to hate Batman. It's true. It is cooler to hate Superman than it is to hate Batman. You hate Superman. I know, <laughs> but you know what I hate more? Reruns. <laughs> I like reruns. Hate reruns. Hate them. I like reruns of X Men the animated series. If I had it my way, Hulk Hogan would have won every WrestleMania. God damn you! Yeah. Hey, uh, you get no hot dog and no handshake. I'll give you a hot hand. I don't need a hot dog. I can watch Hulk, Hulk Hogan. He's got hot dog skin. He does. <laughs> and baby dog hair. <laughs> uh, but Jeremy, Angel, Janelle, Cody, thank you for thank being you. our monthly Christy. backers. She's only the dollar tier. She doesn't. It's not <laughs> Oh, she, she, nope, nope. She's not, no, she, she didn't make a list, brother. <laughs> Sorry, you're cut. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Make sure to check us out on Instagram. Yeah, we do have one of those too. I follow it. And a Twitter. Or Twatter. I don't follow Twitter. that. YouTube. All the fun stuff. I don't even know what that is. Leave us nice little comments on the episodes too. <laughs> I want to talk to more people. And we want to know. If you like this movie, or if you hate women, so because <laughs> there's only one side to be on, and you know where I stand. And I think that'll be it because Mike can't stop looking at his phone. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the late breaking news that Harlem Heat's going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh my god! Do you think that Stevie Ray's going to call someone a fruit booty? <laughs> I think Booker T's going to say, "Hall of Fame, we're coming for you, fella." Oh, <laughs> coward! <laughs> See you next time on the podcast.